Hey mama, hey, you are just in time for probably one of the most profound things that you have ever heard. You are about to hear it. I want you to grab a pen and piece of paper and we will get right to it after this. I cannot wait to share this with you. Life Coach BFF Show with me, your friend Heather, because we all need a BFF to take this journey called life with. This is a podcast for midlife women who want to remain sane and find joy while parenting teens. We're living with purpose and determination to get all the goody out of life because I believe God made the goody for his people, you and me. So hop aboard this train of intention, come and sit on my porch and rest or pop in your earbuds and let's take a walk together. I'm just so grateful you're here. I was in the Phoenix airport on Sunday and my flight had been delayed several times. And so I'm sitting around at this gate by myself. No one else is around. And a message comes up on the screen and it says on the monitor, it says, enjoy your quiet time. And I thought, ah, I am so enjoying this quiet time. I have been around a lot of people. I brought a book on this trip that I wanted to read and the flight. I had big plans to read this book on the way to Phoenix and on both flights. I don't know what it is. Maybe a flashing sign across my forehead that says, Coach, I think I do. I don't know what's going on. But anyway, I sat by two of the loveliest people, one on the way to Denver and the next on the connecting flight to Phoenix on Thursday. And they both, it was interesting, they both shared their stories with me. So I never got my book out. I never asked about their stories. They just started talking. So I'm at the gate Sunday. You have to know that part to understand the rest of it. So I'm at the gate on Sunday. I'm by myself. I'm like, oh, this is really, this is so nice. And then I get a text message that says, your flight has been rerouted. You need to go to gate C. So I'm like, oh, maybe that's where everybody is. <laughs> They're at gate C. So I stand up and I start walking and the flight is leaving in 20 minutes. So I must have missed a text message that they sent before that. That cannot be the first text message because apparently everyone else knew about this new gate change except for me because I'm the only one sitting at this gate at this time. So I get up and I start walking. I'm like, I've got 20 minutes. I need to find where gate C is. And there is a man on one of those carts, those transportation carts, and they take elderly or handicapped people, or I guess people who are like me and they have a connecting flight that they're about to miss. So I said to this gentleman, he was probably in his seventies. I said, is gate C very far from here? And he said, yes, it's all the way on the other side of the airport. He said, you must be going to Denver. And I said, I am. I said, so there's no way for me to walk and make it. And he goes, no, hop on and I'll take you. And I was like, ah, oh, thank goodness. <laughs> so we're riding along and I put my book back in my bag that I got now during my quiet, so-called quiet time. I put it back in my bag and we're riding along and he says, 
to me, well, he asked me, where are you from? Cause you know, people always want to know about this accent. Where are you from? I said, Mississippi. I live in Tennessee now. He was like, I'm figure Tennessee. And I said, you know, I'm so thankful that I asked you where gate C was, because I said, I would have missed this flight. Had I not asked you, I would have never made this flight. And he said, you are correct. You would have never made this flight. And then he said these words to me. He said, my mother always said to me, a closed mouth won't get fed. And when he said this, I, my mind was just kind of racing to, am I going to make the flight? My husband's not going to be very happy if I miss this flight because we live a good ways away from the airport and yada, yada, yada. Where am I going to sleep tonight? You know, I'm traveling alone. If I can't get another flight tonight, you know, you're all these thoughts were racing through my mind. The boys have school tomorrow. I've got to get them there. You know, you're thinking about all the things, but then I caught the tail end of what he said. And I said, wait a minute, I'm sorry. What did you just say? And he said, a closed mouth won't get fed. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. So I got my phone out. <laughs> I was like, I cannot forget this because I don't ever want to forget this because it's so true. And I think back in times in my life where I did kept, keep my mouth closed and I didn't get fed. And I didn't get the support that I needed maybe, or, you know, things that I needed because I didn't voice, I didn't, I didn't use my voice. I also started thinking about people who have opened their mouths to me and have allowed me to feed them or do for them or provide things that they needed. They were brave enough to say, Hey, I need some help. Are you available? I started thinking about what the Bible says about asking for what you need. And in Mark eleven twenty four, it says, therefore, I tell you, whatever you ask in prayer, believe that you have received it and it will be yours. So I started thinking about other things in my life that I've asked for that I received because I asked for these things and I believed it to be, and I received these things. And this morning I got on the phone with my daughter. We're so excited. She's about to have a baby any day now. It will be the first grandchild. And we started reliving some people who have been in our lives from the past. And we talked about a dear friend that we met, she was military. Her husband was an instructor where we lived, a pilot instructor. And she called me one day and we did not know each other well, but we knew each other. We were very good acquaintances, I would say. And she called me one day and she said, I think I'm going to go into labor early. This was her third baby. And I wanted to know if you would keep our two girls if I go into labor, because my mother is in Minnesota. She's not going to be able to get here. And I said, of course I will. And I kind of laughed because I had three children at the time at home. The, the third was maybe six months old. And I said, oh, you're going to be fine. You are not going to have this baby. 
don't worry, you are going to be fine. Your mother is going to make it. So the next day, her husband called and he said, my wife has gone into labor. I need your address. I'm bringing the girls to you. Now, keep in mind, we have a history in our family of adoption. This family knew we had FBI fingerprints. We had been checked out up and down our children. I mean, they knew, they knew about our family. So it's not like we were complete strangers and they were calling, but the whole point is she asked for what she needed. She opened her mouth. She didn't have a closed mouth. She asked for what she needed. Therefore her family could be fed. So, so important. So it was kind of funny that night, the baby, we still laugh about this. And my daughter and I laughed this morning, but that night the baby was not sleeping well and she was crying, crying. And I want to say her youngest, not my baby, her baby. So she had two girls and they were maybe three and a year old. And so one of my girls came and got me and said, the baby won't stop crying because they were sleeping in the crib, in the room with the crib with her. And this is another example, a closed mouth won't get fed. And I went in and I got the baby and I took her and I put her in the bed with me and she went right to sleep, right to sleep. So the next morning, the mom called me from the hospital and she said, oh, we're doing so well. The baby is so precious. I'm so happy. You know, how are my girls? And I said, well, you might be upset about this when I tell you, <laughs> I said, I've just, I hate to tell you this because I don't want this to sound weird, but she wouldn't stop crying last night. My daughter came and got me. And so I went and got her and I carried her into my bedroom. She has the biggest, most beautiful blue eyes. She kept staring at me. I put her in the bed with me and she went right to sleep and slept all night. And she said, Oh, I bet she loved that because she's never slept with us before. <laughs> she's never slept in the bed with us. So that was kind of funny, but it just, it's another example. You know, we have to open our mouths. We have to ask for what we want and what we need. In John 16, 24, it says, until now, you have asked nothing in my name. Ask and you will receive that your joy may be full. Oh, I just love that. All we have to do is ask for what we need. A closed mouth never gets fed. So back to my trip to Phoenix. I told you that I took this book. I was so excited. Like I'm going to be seated. I can't get up and move around. I can't go load the laundry. I... I will have time to read this book. <laughs> so the first part of my trip to Denver, I sat by a woman who told me that she is 30 years old and she started talking about relationships. And then she said, I need to get your advice on some things. And I'm thinking, okay, I mean, <laughs> how did we get to this? She knows nothing about me. And then she tells me that she still lives with her mom and she's 30 years old. And she said, my mom really irritates me sometimes because I don't want to hear her talk about her job or her relationships. Her mother is single. She's single. They're roommates temporarily. And I thought that is so interesting that, 
you feel that way about your mother. And I said, you know, it's funny how we want to talk about ourselves, but as the child, even though we're adults, 30 and I'm 52, we want to talk about ourselves to our moms, but we don't always want to hear what they have to say. And she kind of looked at me kind of funny and she goes, you're right. You're right. And I said, so why don't you ask your mom what she has going on first? Talk about that. And then you can talk about some of your needs. And she said, okay, that's a good idea. And then she started complaining about her mom telling her what days were laundry days and her expectations. And she's like, you know, I don't always feel like doing laundry on the days that my mother wants me to. Now, keep in mind, we're complete strangers. I do not know her last name. She does not know mine. And she has no idea that I have this podcast and that this is what I do, that I am a coach. So she says, I don't always want to do things when she tells me to do them. And like laundry and other things. And she starts complaining about her mom putting that they share exercise clothes, but her mom wants her to keep all the exercise clothes in her closet, not the mom's closet. She's like, she wants to clutter up my closet with all these exercise clothes. She goes, what do you think about this? And I started laughing and I said, do you really want my opinion? And she said, yes, I want your opinion. What do you think about this? And I said, (laughs) here we go. I'm like, I said, you may not like this, what I'm about to say. And she goes, no, I want to hear. Now, again, a closed mouth never gets fed. So she's opening her mouth. She wants to be fed. Here I go. I said, okay, first of all, who's paying the rent? And she said, she is. And I said, you know what? You have put yourself in the child's position. You are in the position of being a child. You are 30 years old. Your mother should not be paying your rent. Your mommy should not be paying your rent. And she goes, oh. So she was on her way to pick up a puppy in Phoenix. So I said, who is going to take care of this puppy that you're getting? And does your mother know that you're going to get a puppy? She said, yes, she knows, but I'm going to take care of the puppy and she's not going to be responsible for the puppy. And do you think that she's upset about me getting the puppy? And I went, yes, because she knows (laughs) if you don't want to put laundry away and you don't want to pay rent, that she's probably going to end up taking care of the puppy as well. So she was very gracious. She goes, I'm so glad we talked. I got all this insight and I'm going to make some changes when I get home. So that is, you know, again, a closed mouth never gets fed. Now, my next flight, similar, but different. (laughs) And I'm not going to go into all of this because we may pull this person in on the podcast as a guest at some point. He was so interesting and just fascinating. And he was raised Jehovah witness, left the church, was featured on a show that Leah Ryman did a whole series about cults and religions. And it was so interesting. And for that conversation, I was able to ask a lot of questions, things that I'd had no idea about. He really educated me during that flight. Again, A closed mouth never gets fed because I could have just sat there and not taken advantage of that opportunity to learn from him. 
And that would have been a shame because he was such a great resource during that flight, just like I was able to be a good resource to the lady on the flight right before. I'm going to leave you with this today, friend. I'm looking at my book, Keep It Simple, Sarah. And on page 62, it says, if you are scared, tell someone. If you are hurting, tell someone. If you are sad, tell someone. If you are worried, tell someone. When life gets heavy, reach out. Don't carry the load all by yourself. So that's on page 62 of Keep It Simple. Sarah, I am so thankful that you are enjoying this book. I'm getting all these messages saying this book is not just for teen girls. I'm benefiting as well. And that just makes my heart so incredibly full. So a closed mouth never gets fed. I wish I'd heard that before I published this book. That would have definitely been in this book. But if you have the book, flip it open, page 62 of Keep It Simple Sarah, go check that out, read it. I follow my own advice when things get heavy. Listen, I've talked about some hard things. That's what somebody commented this morning to me on the phone. She said, you know, you t- you've talked about some heavy things this year. And I said, you know, you're right. I have, I have. And I'm willing to do that with you. If you need someone to talk to, I am willing to be that person for you. Don't carry it around. A closed mouth never gets fed. All right. Again, I love you, friend. Thank you for being here with me today. This has been so fantastic. I just, I love sharing this wisdom from other people. I love sharing it with you. I hope you'll write that down, post it around your house. If there's something that you're carrying that's heavy, that's a burden, get some fresh eyes, some fresh ears on it unload it hold your hands out say lord i'm giving this to you talk to someone don't hold it inside don't carry it around it is so beneficial to let it go all right dear i love you and we will get together again soon If you haven't already, don't forget to tap the plus sign in the top right-hand corner so you can follow along and you will never miss this time together. Have a great rest of your week.